Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Francis Schonfroca. Francis Schonfroca founded Insight Cyber in 2017 and Bayshore Networks in 2002, two visionary companies in the industrial IoT cybersecurity space. He is the inventor of key technologies marketed by both companies. Francis is a recognized IoT industry visionary and evangelist trusted by Fortune 100 Chief Information Officers and Chief Security Officers. In his current role as Insight Cyber's CEO, he guides technology vision and strategic direction, manages customer and partner relationships, and directs the executive and technical management teams. Well, good afternoon, Francis. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Brian. Great to be with you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. This is amazing. Another day, another podcast, and another amazing guest. So thank you so much. And you've got a quite an interesting background. So we're going to just jump right into these questions, Francis. You've got quite the career in technology, a serial entrepreneur, board member, and now the CEO of Insight Cyber. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? I, this, there's no real secret, Brian. I, you know, you're, if you've been in it long enough, you work really, really hard and you keep your promises to people. And um, that's what I think makes things go. But what inspires me, that's a great question. I, I love working with great people, people that are smart and thoughtful and uh, uh, know what they're talking about. They're always wonderful to work with and they're always wonderful to have as partners. And, and I love solving big problems. Uh, I, I, I've got a, a chief technology officer who has, says that he's made a career out of changing the way people in different industries really do things. And that's what we love doing. And I think that the, the business that we're in right now, cybersecurity, uh, is definitely a, a big problem space that needs some major changes. Absolutely. It's, um, it's gotten progressively uh, more difficult to try to stay ahead of these uh, bad actor. So I appreciate what you're doing and contributing back to the security ecosystem. So Francis, talk to us about the state of cybersecurity today and why your platform uh, sets you apart from the rest. Well, so with cybersecurity, and of course, it gets a lot of attention in the news, Brian. So I, I think I really appreciate what you know your efforts to bring some clarity to it, figure out, help people, help your listeners figure out what are the real problems, things to be worried about, and what are things that are just either hype or overplayed or just off the mark. It's really, really clear that one of the big problems in cybersecurity that everyone faces and struggles with is not enough people, just not enough trained experts to, to get the job done. And you mentioned it yourself, the, everybody, it feels like the bad guys are getting ahead and the rest of us, the defenders are falling behind. And the people problem is part and parcel of the technology. I think we're use, all using technology that is frankly rather antiquated and, and needs to be updated with some new approaches. But I'll say the biggest thing by way of answering your question, uh, the biggest enhancement in the risk profile that we all face as companies, organizations, governments, societies, is the, the growth of attacks on what we call the cyber physical world, all right? Not just computers, not just databases and emails, but 
physical machines, things that things like robots that make cars, things like generators that make electricity, right? All the stuff that we encounter in our daily lives and that make modern economies run, they're all connected together now. And it's all it's tens of thousands of different kinds of industrial machines and critical infrastructure. It's all knit together now with computer networks. And the thing about it is that the bad guys are having a, it, it. It's more challenging in some ways to attack those, but it's such a huge target and by far the, the biggest enhancement to risk. And, and here's the thing. You, you look at the way, going back to cybersecurity, because that was your question, you know, and, and you asked what makes our approach different. You, you need a completely different approach to protecting the cyber physical world the world we call the internet of things. That's a word people use a lot. Also, we call, we uh, when we talk about factories and critical infrastructure, we use the word OT, which means operational technology. And the thing is that machines, they're totally different from computers and you attack them in different ways. Okay, everyone's heard about malware and you know, you're, everyone gets the advice, don't click on links in email, that stops phishing attacks. Well, those are attacks against computers. Okay, with machines like robots or IoT devices or lighting switches, they behave very differently. And the way to attack them really is to make them do things that they weren't intended to do. And that's hard to defend against because it doesn't look like misbehavior. It looks normal, but it produces dangerous effects. All right. And that's that's what we see people doing a lot. And. Uh, that's that's the real attack profile. And so what we've done is we've worked out some new ways to solve that problem. Thank you, Francis. I appreciate that. Um, there There is a lot to do. It's, you know, you've got machines and you've got people and, and there's a, a, a balanced blend there. So, Francis, you're obviously leveraging some new and emerging technologies within your tech stack. Is there anything you might be able to share with us today? Oh, absolutely. Uh, the, the The big thing that we do in short, uh, a lot of cybersecurity, most of cybersecurity today is about looking for vulnerabilities, ways that your assets, your computers and your machines are vulnerable to attack, detecting the vulnerabilities and then maybe doing something to, to keep them from getting attacked. So in short, people look for vulnerabilities. We don't, we look for behaviors. And that's what makes our approach different. And, and what I mean by behavior is, as I was saying, machines are different, all right? They're, they're, they, 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 they do things that computers don't do. And the way that you produce bad effects or impacts against machines is you induce them to do things that, they, that are dangerous or inappropriate in their environments. And that requires a lot of recon, all right? And so the, what we've done is, you, you really need to, to solve that problem well. You need to look at an incredible depth of detail at the behavior of all of your machines, and that requires artificial intelligence. Okay, so we've done a lot of innovative stuff. We've invented a number of new approaches to artificial intelligence that are designed to solve that problem. And by the way, I remember at the beginning, uh, I mentioned the people problem. All right, if you have really good artificial intelligence, then that solves the people problem because you have much more scale and much more, you can see the whole battle space at once. 
And just to give you, make it a little bit more concrete for you, Brian, um, just think about, we had a case recently where, um, you know those smart smart lighting switches that you can buy at Home Depot? Mm-hmm. A bunch mm-hmm. of vendors make them, right? It, it's like you, you put a switch, a smart lighting device in your house, and then you can control your lights on a schedule with your smartphone. So think about that, right? It, it's Obviously, it has to talk to the internet. The device, it, it knows a lot about what's in your what's in your house, okay? It, it's able to figure out, you know, your various lighting um, uh, devices and uh, the, the, the lights in your house so that it can control them, turn them on and off at, at the times you want them to go on and off and not when you don't. And so obviously it's talking to the internet, it phones home, all right? And it says, all right, this is what I want you to do. And I'm going to, uh, uh, I'm going to accept commands from your smartphone app. Those come through the internet, okay? So we found a lighting switch from a major, major vendor, household name company, global company, okay? In addition to those things that I just mentioned that you want it to be doing, it was also looking around, snooping around the network, looking for open Windows file shares to connect to. So why would it be doing that? All right, that's obviously the kind of thing that when we we showed the client, our client, that that was going on, and they were just flabbergasted, and you know their response was to rip that out and replace it with a different kind of switch because that's a vulnerable. It's a vulnerability. It's a it's a it's an exploitable behavior that a lighting switch shouldn't be doing. One of the things we like to say with protecting cyber physical devices as opposed to computers, a device has a job description. You buy a lighting switch to control your lights. You buy a robot to build cars, all right, or to do whatever else you're buying the robot for, and you should be able to observe when those devices are doing things they shouldn't be doing or that you didn't intend them for them to do, because those are all signals that they may be being exploited or attacked by bad guys, all right? I'll just give you another really short example just to make it a little more concrete. We had a case, this was in Europe just a couple of weeks ago, uh, a company that had had a ransomware attack. And they came to us and they said, help us figure out how, how they got in what they did, what they attacked, and, and, and why we're so vulnerable to it. And we found out almost immediately that they had a variety of machines in their network that they didn't think were supposed to be there. One of them turned out to be an electric car charger. You know how you go in front of all the buildings of, uh, you know, uh, the, the more enlightened companies, you know, there's a car charging station there. So you can plug in your Tesla or your Leaf or, you know, your electric vehicle. That's a good thing, right? I mean, we want to encourage green energy, but it happened that this device, this, this car charger was on the company's network. They had no idea it was there. And it's not because they're bad at security. It's because security in the cyber physical world is just a huge, huge, huge problem. It's much there's much more to look at and much more to control. And that's why an artificial intelligence approach is so important. Thank you. And I appreciate the follow-up with the examples because that definitely helps uh, people that may not be in the cyberspace understand this a little better. So thank you, Francis. Mm-hmm. And Francis, last question here. Can you share something from your career experience that might be helpful for those looking to grow their career in either tech or entrepreneurship? Oh, that's, what, a, what a nice question. Um, thank you. Uh, the, the thing that I've learned over many years, and I founded seven companies, the most important thing to do is to trust your team. Okay. And, and I think I think everyone has a sense 
that founders and entrepreneurs often tend to be kind of strange people, right? With uh, strange character flaws. And I, it's re- I think it's really important as a founder. I, when I work with younger people, um, I, I always look for that ability uh, to understand you know, self-awareness, right? Uh, if a person who wants to found a great company, great team and change the world, they need to know what their flaws are. And I'll be honest, mine is, be- I'm a control freak. All right, and it took me a, a long, long time to learn how to, uh, well, hiring great people is a basic skill, but trusting them is something that you really need to do because, and it's hard to do for a lot of founders and you got to work against your basic tendencies. Um, and that's really, really important. And if, because, because people don't change the world, teams change the world, okay? And teams do great things. So that's, re- and it's easy to say that. And all the advice is going to say, trust your team. It's hard to do, believe it. All right. And the other thing I would say is the, the hardest but most important thing in the life of any young company, all right, especially one that's based on technology, it's a lot of fun to invent things. It's hard to do. It's chewy work. You know, you feel a lot of satisfaction when you've invented something new, but you're not a real company until you've lined up the first major set of customers. At that point, everything becomes about scale and execution, all right. And, but everything is easy. That's the thing I think a lot of people who focus on technology and products aren't aware of. You need to make sure that whatever you build solves a problem that a lot of people have in the same way so that what you do will scale up and become a major company. And don't worry about capital. Capital is going to be there. The investors are always looking. If you've got a good idea, Capital will find you. Well, you got to find it, but I'm saying that's not the hard part. And I think for for people with good ideas, uh, you're looking, you're always looking ahead to what are the next big ideas going to be. And I think that you know we've talked a bit about artificial intelligence here. Data, data is going to be really important going forward. And I encourage all young people who are looking to build technology companies, look for ways to to do a lot more with data and be more creative about it because that changes everything. Francis, thank you. That was uh, amazing. I appreciate the gems that you've shared over your career and, and the, the several companies that you had founded. Uh, again, appreciate that. Our audience will certainly appreciate it as well. And Francis, last thing is it was a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Looking forward to it. Thank you, Brian. Bye for now. Bye.